All right. Hello, Idiots on Prey, the two ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? All is well here. We are actually recording on Sunday, March 7th. So if the world ends this afternoon, hey, we gave it our best shot. We are recording one day before posting on New Podcast Monday. Um, how are you, my friend? Going good, man. Uh, made French onion soup for the first time. Turned out really good. Well, that sounds neat. I worked at a pub in Milwaukee back in college, and that was their specialty, a fish fry Friday and French onion soup. Nice, so. nice. Uh, let's jump right in, Jake. We got two big topics as we make fun of everything in the news. Um, first of all, your governor. Do you remember? Uh, it, it seems like it was just a few months ago when uh, Cuomo was the hero of COVID and everyone was saying, kick Biden off the presidential bill because Biden's going to lose and you need a you need, you need to get rid of the zero and get with a hero like Cuomo. Well, how did that work out for everyone? Turns out he was lying about numbers and now he's uh, macking on women. Dude, yeah, it was totally different six months ago. I, I personally was partying with him a lot. Uh, <laughs> we were sleeping with a lot of young 20-somethings, you know what I mean? Interns, uh, you know, secretaries, that kind of thing. We, we, it was like Wolf on Wall Street in, on uh, Governor's Island. Nice. Good on you. Let me ask you a question. Do you think America does two things? Number one, creates heroes too quickly in, oh, we've got to turn Cuomo into the presidential nomination. We've got to kick Biden off the bill. And then two, tears those heroes down just as quickly. Oh, my God, he hit on one girl. He's the worst. Now, since the one came out, uh, more inappropriate behaviors come out. So it looks like it is a pattern of bullshit on his behalf. So I'm not defending him. I'm just saying that we tend in America to idolize and demonize immediately. Do you, do you think we have a problem? Do you think we're a little bit uh, ADHD and sort of like that dog from Up? Squirrel! Yeah, I think I think that's part of it. I, I think I think with him, the, the second part in terms of like how quickly they idolized him just had to do with um, the political polarization in this country where you're either red or you're blue and the blue guys are good or the red guys are good depending on what side you're on and especially the polarization that happened with the whole COVID thing last year uh, early on when Trump was calling it a hoax and, and New York was getting hit really bad he was kind of like Giuliani during 9-11, so he could Ooh, do no good comparison. Wrong. Yeah, I mean, it, it, that fucking clown Giuliani, you remember 20 years ago when everyone yeah, he thought a hero. he was a genius for, for a year or two. Uh, that's kind of what was going on with, with, with Cuomo. And so it, it kind of turned into that. Everything that guy's doing in regards to COVID is right. And it's like... I, Maybe not necessarily. I mean, it's it's better than what Trump was doing, but I, I would I will say like outside of that, the whole um, uh, turning COVID patient loose, it, patients loose in, in, in senior citizens home, all of that shit, and covering up numbers that, apparently were discovered. Yeah, uh huh. Uh, outside of that, I, I will say the the, the sort of ex extreme of let's lock down for a decade. And just cross our fingers and hope the economy's okay with minimal sort of aid on the government's end to businesses that can't function anymore. Um, I don't think that's the right answer to fucking COVID either. Um, I, it's better than, I think, the other extreme of, well, we're just going to open up everything 
and not make them put any kind of yeah, social Texas. distancing guidelines in place. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I get you like opening up, but you know, you want to do it with some 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 safe measures, some social distancing measures. Hey, wear a mask. Hey, don't pack the restaurant space. The tables out. Shit yeah, like that. Unfortunately, you know? every other table, not you know, sc- right, scrunched in. Right, right. I mean, I think there's kind of a way to do it safely and slowly that it sort of makes sense. But um, yeah, so I think I think they they sort of uh, made him the hero. Therefore, everything he's doing is the right thing, and anything he's doing wrong, we're either gonna a say it's the right thing or b cover it up, ignore it. You know, and that's and 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 now that now that Trump's out, and they're like, we don't have to fucking demonize the guy in the White House. Now the press is kind of turning on him and going, oh, hey, by the way, we lifted this rug in the corner that we were ignoring when Big Bad Orange Man was in office because we were focused on him. Now we're focused on what's underneath your rug. And that's totally what's happening right now. Well, not just that. I agree with you. But I also think it's I thought you were going to go somewhere else. It's also the press just needs food. It's a monster. All it does is eat. And while Trump is in office, okay, great. They're going to focus on eating him. But once he's out, you're not safe. If you have any skeleton in the closet, like you said, that they may may have ignored, they will just feed. And if it bleeds, it leads. And they need an enemy. And if you have something they can attack, they will go for it. Because the press is not, yes, you have your MSNBC and your Fox. But overall, you have a press, a media that is sensationalistic. And all they want is a story. And if they can use you to make that story, they will use you. And then that's what they're doing right now. And, I'm, and he's not innocent, so he, he deserves the comeuppance. And, but I do want to talk about this with Cuomo. I, in some ways, and I used to say this about Trump, I admire Cuomo's, what our Jewish friends, I think, believe, call chutzpah. chutzpah. When did Me Too like start? Balls, 2018? Right? What? You mean like balls, right? Chutzpah? Yeah, I mean like yeah, yeah, yeah. Me Too started in 2018. And he was still pulling this bullshit with his interns and underlings as of last year and in 2019 and 2020. Like, you got to admire in part a guy that's so fucking clueless that he walks around like, oh, sure, this is what's going on, but it'll never happen to me. I'll still ask my 22-year-old aides if they like sex with older men. Who does that? Apparently Cuomo does. It's pretty nutty, man. I don't, even, I don't know if it's one of those conscious things where he's like, listen... I know it's me too, but not me, me. You know what I'm saying? I'm above all this shit. I don't know if it's like a conscious sort of, um, you know, you know, in that book Dune on the, on the planet, the dry planet of Arrakis, you know, water's like a thousand dollars a cup or whatever. So there's those like barons who dump it all on the floor. I don't know if that, maybe there's some level of that after the me too movement where it's like, dude, I'm such a badass. Even post me too, I can still slap twenty-two-year-old interns on the ass and just fucking chuckle. You know, like I don't know if it, if it's that or if like it, he's just so fucking compulsive and dumb he's not thinking about it. But yeah, it's it's wild, man, because there's multiple of these stories and it's it's like how do you not see the writing? Although it's it's kind of like how we were saying with R. Kelly. You know, once you start seeing Bill Cosby get arrested and Harvey Weinstein get arrested, I don't know how you're not you know sitting in your den of 19 year olds chained to the radiator and go, Hey, maybe this is a problem. Maybe I need to get on a fucking plane and, and, and go to France for a while and, and, and pull a Roman Polanski. I don't know how you don't look around and kind of see the writing on the wall, man. It's crazy. 
it's it's yeah i don't know what it is i don't know if it's ego or cluelessness but uh god bless him he has it and i'm just here to enjoy the ride watching him rise and fall but and that's all it is it's a ride 50 year old man with nipple rings that size he ain't he ain't thinking like the rest of the 50 year olds man you know what i'm saying he's gonna get a little loosey-goosey with things <laughs> that is true well speaking of chutzpah and ego and arrogance um the other big news story cuomo was the first and the second was the stimulus package passed, but it passed by a 50 to 49 vote because one Republican senator went back to Alaska to deal with a funeral. Um, I, and I, I just said this a second ago, in part, I admire the blatant hypocrisy of Republicans. I mean, the fact that they are so willing to, in 2017, vote for Trump's tax bill, which includes blowjobs to the 1% and money to corporations. Then last year, vote for Trump's CARES Act, which was so bloated and gave out money from a slush fund that was unregulated to corporations to, it turns out, Trump cronies. And this year, vote entirely lock and step against a bill that is the same amount as last year and where the money generally goes to schools, cities, and citizens and the breakdown shows it, and yet they they scream pork and and do everything they can and say, oh, I can't vote for this, the deficit. You have to appreciate the naked hypocrisy of such an action. Well, I think a little bit of that's on the Democrats, right? If you're gonna if you're gonna pass bills that size, you have to you have to add a little bit of stuff that that the Republicans like too. Like the Democrats can be like, okay, well, we're gonna give checks to poor people and people that are out of work. But, but, huh? Some of that 1.9 million, we're gonna buy Steve Bannon a boat. Huh? You guys love buying Steve Bannon a boat. <laughs> and we're gonna buy a new wing to uh, the Trump library, uh, Trump University's uh, library. We're, we're gonna buy a new building for fucking TU. And I, just give me give a couple little things, you know? That's true. You, you gotta sweeten it. It's called, uh, it's called crossing the aisle. It's called bipartisanship. Something for those making under 20000 a year, something for those hedge fund managers only making $60 million a year. You know, yeah. you got to give, why wouldn't a $60 million a year hedge fund manager want not want a $1,400 check? Give him his well, due. Yeah, yeah. We just got to remind them the hedge fund managers are going to get a $1,400 check too. And that'll, that'll at least make them smile a little bit. Are oil billionaires going to get them too? Yes, oil billionaires can get a check too. Fine. Everybody gets a check. Uh, the oil billionaire gets his 1400 and it's a quarter of a percentage on the interest he's paying on his yacht, the loan for his yacht. Yeah, but they, they, like, they like putting money in that guy's yacht, so we, we give him a little bit of money to put in that guy's yacht just to get the bill passed. Well, and we go to we go to the Sahara with Ted Nugent and shoot a cheetah in the face with some of that money. Just We do a few things they like. Yeah, it's bipartisanship. Well, there is hope. There is hope that we could get the Ted Nugent shoot a cheetah in the face um, bill passed because I know, Jake, that you personally feel that, you know, Trump is not going to be president because the January 6th date passed. The January 20th date passed, and now the March 4th date passed, where Trump was supposed to swoop in and have Biden arrested. But no, no, all hope is not lost, Jake. Just because March 4th has passed and Trump did not have Biden arrested, March 20th 
is the new QAnon day for all this to happen. Uh, QAnon inaugurations took place in where, where is, but uh, I, it's the headline, now I lost it. Oh, March 4th was a false flag constructed by mainstream news organizations. Oh, those and, crafty motherfuckers, they got yes, us again. Well, not just the news, internal double agents used to deceive true QAnon proponents. So March 4th, false flag, March 20th, Trump will be back in power. Write it in stone, they have spoken. It's it's gonna happen, Biden will be arrested. They're, they're not like, they're not like those crazy uh, end of the world conspiracy theorists that say the world will end on this day and they keep kicking it the can down the line. No, no, March 20th, Trump will be president. QAnon has spoken again. Well, okay, since there's no real money in stand-up, especially post-COVID, uh, what I want to do is I, I want to think ahead. I'm not thinking um, March 20th because you know what's going to happen March 21st? Everybody talking March 20th was a double agent, right? Yes. So I want to be the first guy talking um, April 10th. Boom. We got to put that out there now. April 10th is the real inauguration date. Wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. Um, April 15th, tax day, because not only will we overthrow Biden, we will overthrow the IRS because it's our money and we go. get to keep it, goddammit. Wait, but wait. Tax day, we're sending the money on tax day. April 14th, the day before those bastards take our money. Right? Okay. That's going to be, yeah, April 14th will be the day. That way, uh, on March 21st, when all the QAnon people are going, what, what are we going to do? Clearly, we weren't lied to by our, 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 our wacky little websites the whole time. They're going to see us. We're going to get all the clicks. We can do live reads and stuff on there for like underwear and stamps.com and everything. And we can get paid. And we'll, we'll be like the, the head of the new, new, new QAnon. I like it. And we can somehow, and I always like to bring these guys up whenever I can, we can uh, ask for donations for foreskin restoration. Because, again, just they're a good group of people and they're always passionate about their cause. QAnon, foreskin restoration, they go hand in hand like flat earth and uh, chemtrails. That's pretty interesting, man. So you know how like like QAnon's got a bunch of conspiracy people that just kind of flock to it. I mean, do you think that there's a lot of just kind of random conspiracy people that show up at QAnon stuff, going, yeah, 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 it's um, uh, there's lizard people and pedophiles. Also, uh, those goddamn lizard pedophile people that are secretly running the government, they're uh, they've been tricking us to get circumcisions, you know, and like every, I mean, it's just like, dude, come, come on, Gary, we're not here about dick skin. We're not here about dick skin. Not what again. about Bigfoot? They're hiding Bigfoot. It's <laughs> like, no, no, we're just here for, we're just here for Pelosi and the lizards. We're not here for Bigfoot and foreskin. Stop it. That reminds me of a joke I saw online that said the best way to com combat conspiracy theories is to out conspiracy theory them. And the joke I saw online was uh, um, someone said, you know, like, I believe the moon landing was a hoax. And the response is, you believe in the moon? I mean, it's, it's right there. You just take it one step further. Well, I'm trying to look up the get out of my head doc. I, I think it's like Jeremy something. I, I don't I don't remember who did it, but he was on the BBC. Hmm, I uh, can't get you out of my head. Yeah, yeah. I, I watched it. Adam Curtis. Adam Curtis. He's the one who made this. So it's like, a, I guess it's going to be like a, it's, it's going to be a series. I know he's got one of them out. I saw the first one, but 
it's funny that you, you mentioned that the well just make fake conspiracies because that's kind of how like the modern illuminati thing started well that's like, how QAnon started yeah well some guys that worked at playboy back in the 60s were going to point out you know with satire how ridiculous a lot of these conspiracy theories are and they just kind of started printing these articles saying that the illuminati which was like uh a secret organization in 16th century Bulgaria or something like that, you know? And um, yeah, was it a real thing in 16th century Bulgaria? Yeah, but they're, they're saying that organization has, has survived that and that they, they were secretly behind all of every political assassination in the United States, you know, you know the last hundred years or whatever. And um, that just kind of caught on and then it got away from them and then once the internet started, that just so now you that is where that's why you have people talking about Illuminati now is it was sort of a, a, a prank by these like hippie guys that worked at, at Playboy in the 60s. Um, you know what you make me think of with that is Scientology um, with L. Ron Hubbard, who said sure. the fastest way to get rich is to create a religion. And he's a science fiction writer. And the next thing you know, boom, you have this science fiction religion and it's making money hand over fist for decades. Right. I think he saw the Playboy thing happen is he was like, these guys didn't play. You mean they didn't make a dime off of it? No, no, <laughs> no, no. Come to my seminar. Yeah. I mean, it probably would have happened somewhere around the same time. Correct. Or was Scientology yeah. the fifties? I forget. But yeah, I, mean, it's, I think it's, I was writing books before then. I don't, I don't know when the actual religion started though. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's the exact same thing. It's I I don't know if he started it with a satirical intent or greed, but I would like to point out to all Scientologists, uh, I, Scientology is the only true religion, and, and I make fun because I love because I don't need Scientologists coming down on me. Go take care of Leah Remini. Anyway, uh, also, um, if you guys get into cryptocurrency, let us know. We want to get on the ground floor of you guys. We feel like you guys could really get. Get a good <laughs> cryptocurrency going. <laughs> yes. That just seem, it seems like the Elrond people would, would get one that re really fucking takes off. Yeah, Bitcoin is a little out of reach for us right now. So we, we will uh, we'll come in on yours where it's still uh, reasonable. And then we'll just wait it out until it gets to Bitcoin levels so that we become yeah. internet millionaires. We want them space bucks, man. We want to buy them space coins. So... All right. The past couple of weeks, we have talked about Britney Spears and Tiger Woods and the, um, uh, the, the the media and basically paparazzi and shit like that. Well, it still happens. It's funny. This came and went really quickly, but the pots, I don't understand the obsession with celebrity. They took a picture of Jonah Hill taking his shirt off and Jonah Hill's a pudgy guy. His weight fluctuates. And so they tried to basically fat shame him. They said, look at Jonah Hill without a shirt. And Jonah Hill shut that shit down. Oh, it's to by fat shame. I thought, I, thought it was, uh, I, I thought it was going on some kind of OnlyFans site. I was like, that's a weird OnlyFans. That's a strange thing to want to spank it to. Well, it should be. Everybody Hill. spanks it to somebody. And that's the thing is uh, 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 we could get into fetishes later. But Everybody spanks it to somebody was the most fucked up Sesame Street song I ever saw. I was like, dude, are these, did these writers get fired? Who okayed this? My mom's covering my eyes, turning the TV off. What the fuck is Big Bird doing with his hands? What's he, what's he, what's he doing? Flapping up and down like that. 
I would have learned so much from that song. That would have been the best episode ever because it teaches you not to feel ashamed about your go- your kink. <laughs> Oscar's into feet. I mean, that's not a big shocker, but yeah, he's a feet guy. He likes it when they step on uh, uh, cake. Yeah. Likes watching feet step on cake. But, um, Count's got a harem. He was the R. Kelly of Sesame Street. <laughs> One prostitute. Uh, uh, uh. Two. Yeah. Um, Jordan and Harry Hill were sh- into each other, and back in the 80s, that's what got it pulled. They were like, no, 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 no. That's why the right wing always wants to shut down PBS. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, they know better. They got a long have this masturbation on TV. <laughs> I don't want this orange doll and this yellow doll committing homosexual acts against uh, with each <laughs> other in front of children. I don't care if they're singing songs. Uh, gay songs. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, Jonah Hill, the paparazzi, following people around. The dude, the dude goes surfing. He he goes out. He goes to the beach. He changes from a bodysuit into uh, just clothes. They take a picture of him taking his shirt off, and that's supposed to be scandalous. Now, I have to admit, Jake, I'm going to admit something that I hate. I hate what I'm about to admit. Woke culture does have its benefits. The downside is cancel culture, and I hate that. And everybody's a victim, and everybody gets canceled, and everybody. There are downsides, but the fact that that paparazzi take a picture of Jonah Hill without a shirt, and people get angry and say, "Why are you fat shaming him?" Uh, that's that's an upside. Maybe we are going to start learning our lesson from the looking back on Britney Spears and Tiger Woods. Actually, I don't think. I don't think anybody's looked back on the Tiger Woods doc and and you you even said that when they they didn't address like how he was treated by the paparazzi they just talked about him but maybe no, we're they, turning they a did, corner. They did address how he was treated by oh, the paparazzi. They, they, oh, they did. Yeah, yeah, that was a big focal part. They um how he was treated, how the the some of the women that uh he was he was sleeping with were treated. Yeah. Right. I mean, you said they just wanted the, the press to fuck off. They're like, "Look, I fucked Tiger, big deal. Leave yeah, me alone." Yeah. They were, you know, and it was it was crazy because they were starting it with kind of the tone of you, you know somebody talking about R. Kelly or something like that. I'm like, really was was Tiger Woods that bad? You you got flown around the world and got a bunch of and then they they keep talking. It's like, oh oh no no they, they didn't have a problem with Tiger Woods. They had a problem with these fucking press people. Um, not even just the paparazzi, like just reporters that would fucking chase them and hound them and call them gold diggers and shit. Like like outside of their apartment buildings and stuff. And I'm like. I, I couldn't believe it was fucking legal, man. I'm like, how, how are they not just calling the cops and like, hey, there's some fucking douchebag with a with a, a, a microphone yelling at me as I'm trying to eat fucking brunch outside? Come, come tase his ass. Well, how odd is it then? And I'm not making this comparison lightly, but how strange is it that the reaction to seeing Jonah Hill say, I love who I am, the press can fuck off turns things against the paparazzi and a, and a documentary about Britney Spears turns things against the paparazzi more than the fact that the paparazzi killed Princess Diana 20 plus years ago. The fact that they drove, they chased her in a car and killed her and nothing changed for another 20 years, but it's only, it's taken what a fucking slow turning um, Titanic ship you know, headed toward the iceberg. You could say it already hit the iceberg with the death of Princess Diana. And yet here we are finally maybe maybe turning a corner on celebrity obsession and how we allow the paparazzi to treat and how we react because it was us. Ultimately, 
it was citizens buying these stupid magazines and the gossip rags and the headlines and the clickbait that kept it going. If we weren't clicking on, you know, ooh, guess what Paris Hilton did this time, that whore. If we didn't click on that, they, you know, it would all go away. So it is us. It's it's finally us maybe turning a corner as a society. Well, either that or it was the Queen of England killing her because she was uh, leaving the family for some Egyptian guy. But either way, <laughs> no, no, no. I, I think I think those theories are kind of like I okay. I think it's both. I think the I don't think the Queen of e- England hired those guys to to pretend they were paparazzi, but. I think the Queen of England bought a lot of paparazzi magazines to drive up the demand so they would chase her in the tunnel. I think it was, um, you know, it was, a, it was a little more indirect. She's a very, she, uh, she's a very, very sort of, it's like a goddamn fortune teller, you know? Well, yeah, um, if, if the Queen actually did call the hit, I'm sure Meghan Markle uh, would have been dead a year ago. I mean, yeah, when they first... Well, yeah. Announced that they were going to leave the royal family, the queen would have been like, "Oh, you're going to leave the fucking planet." <laughs> yeah, well, no, I, I don't think. I don't think. I think the biggest reason that I'm like, now nah, that that conspiracy doesn't make sense is because the paparazzi took the fucking hit for it, and I'm like, that's too big an organization. You know what I mean? Because it's not just an English newspaper. I mean, they they were like global, and they're not just going to be like, oh. um, yeah, we're just going to go along with that, even though that wasn't my dudes in the tunnel. <laughs> I'm right. going to get internationally, publicly <laughs> smeared. That would be like, um, y- you know, if the Queen of England had uh, Meghan Markle killed now, but it was like, oh, it happened in a, um, it was a test car, a self-driving Tesla car. That oh, and, and Tesla takes the hit. Yeah. And then Elon Musk is just like, yeah, I'll fucking, yeah, yeah yes, my, I will not go against the crown. Like, I, I, I'm in Silicon Valley. It wasn't her. It was guys in those fucking black Q-tip hats. Those fucking guys. It was, dude, they went in there. They, they fucking got her with those lances they have. Um, Texas. Elon's not in Silicon Valley. He told Silicon Valley to fuck off. Oh, that's off. right. He's in Texas now. Yeah, he, when, he damn sure don't care about what the queen thinks. But no, I think in terms of it taking a long time for the paparazzi, I think the big reason the paparazzi is not what it was and why a lot of these tabloid magazines aren't what they were is for the same reason that no magazines are what they were. Well, and that's that's the Internet, man. Yeah, but they existed online for a while. It's just that uh, clickbait. Yeah, but not the same. Not like you said, it's clickbait stuff now. It's now instead of, well, we need somebody to get a picture of these celebrities. Otherwise, where else are they going to get pictures of celebrities? I don't know. Maybe their Instagrams. Maybe their Twitters. Maybe yeah. celebrities turning their phone around and going, "Hey, it's me, a celebrity. I'm I'm eating eggs Benedict." You don't need to have assholes fucking wander around and and and, and take photos of me all day. Um, I'm taking photos of myself, and I'm much closer. And you can at me on 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 Twitter and stuff. You can send me messages. You can you know they're more accessible now. So there's not as much of a veil of like, oh, they're these mysterious so, sort of like a sort unicorn. of like you see a deer, but like a unicorn or something. I, I, they're, they're, they're these mysterious, majestic creatures. Yeah, people still fucking idolize them and stuff like that. People are still into them, but there's not as much separation. They're, they're, they're more accessible now. So the idea that, that some magazine or some website is going to have or make enough money 
putting up celebrity pictures to where I'm just going to hire and pay all these people to just wander around L.A. hoping to fucking take a picture of Ray Liotta lifting weights or something at, at an outdoor gym. I think that was one, one where I saw him yelling at people. But it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. These, these celebrities are on their own social media, most of them, gi- giving you the pictures that these paparazzi people were taking. So the, the demand for them is gone. That's, that's a great goddamn point. And when you reduce the distance between the celebrity and the fan, it also, in a way, opens up. And this could be a bad connection. And I know that there's cable and 5,000 channels and everything splintered. But I also think it reduces celebrity worship. And that is in part reason. In part, not the reason, but in part, you see the Golden Globes and the Oscars viewership dropping every year. Because... It used to be they were so glamorous and out of touch and, oh, the Oscars. And I was like, I see them all the fucking time. And now it's just pretty millionaires handing pretty pretty millionaires awards. And nobody gives a fuck about that anymore. Yeah, I I don't want to see Joaquin Phoenix fucking crying and babbling about milk. I'm good. (laughs) I can see him do that on his goddamn Instagram live. Right. Yes, yes, yes. Well, speaking of hours to watch him do it in a fucking tux. Come on, man. Speaking of clickbait, um... Jake. I will say, I that Jonah Hill article, I was reading it, and it said that, well, he, he didn't like to take his shirt off until he was in his 30s. Now he's a little more, you, you know, he's gotten over it. And I'm He like, said he's accepting of who he is now. He's like, this is just who I am. Yeah, but I'm like, eh. but they're trying to make it sound like he's white Lizzo or something. And I'm like, <laughs> no, he just looks like a normal 30-year-old dude with his shirt off. Here's the thing. In my early 20s, I didn't look like fat Jonah Hill. Now that I'm in my late 30s, getting there pretty quick so he just looks like what a dude looks like in his 30s in america in fucking 2021 especially after covid oh after all that comfort eating during quarantine everyone looks like fat jonah hill brad pitt looks like fat jonah hill good goddamn point but i doubted about brad pitt i'd still fuck him yeah, brad pitt, i say that I out loud did. but i think most people do look at russell crowe he was in the gladiator now he's oh. like john goodman that was 2002 gladiator was so long ago still Still. Well, speaking of clickbait, Jake, uh, I want to, you and I, we're going to boycott CNN. How does that sound? Yeah, I, I get all my, my news from InfoWars. So, oh, good. Uh, so you don't mind. Um, I would like to take this moment to give a big fuck you to CNN because, yeah, I clicked their article, but I only did it out of anger so that I could talk about it with you, Jake. Uh, On March 3rd, several days ago, CNN posted the article, the 10 Senate seats most likely to flip in the 2022 election. CNN, fuck you. Do not start this shit already. We are two months into the new presidency. Fuck you with the next election. Fuck you with talking about flipping seats. Fuck you with everything. Jesus goddamn Christ. Take a year off from fucking election coverage, you cunts. I, I hate clicked that article just because, and I didn't read it. I just wanted to save the article just in my anger of fuck you in talking about the next election and what seats will flip. And, and they're always wrong anyway. They're always wrong with their fucking projections. Biden was supposed to take Texas and make Florida competitive and possibly win Ohio. And he didn't win any of the three of them. Fuck you with your projections. Fuck you. You don't know how the voters are going to vote. And fuck you for speculating. And fuck you for speculating this early in the election cycle. Yeah, this early makes no sense on the election because, look, that's two years out, right? 
Okay, so there was an election last year in, in 2020. Um, if, if they would have been almost two years out, let's say, so beginning of 2019, if they were making predictions about the election, it, it, like two Novembers from then, yeah, that was that was a year before Corona became anything other than a really shitty beer that you need a line for. So yep. they, they it would have thrown a little bit of a wrench in their calculations. A lot could fucking happen in two years. It's crazy. Yeah, you you don't fucking know. You have no clue what's going to happen, and you're just talking about the ten most likely. And I'm not going to give them the the. The, I'm not going to talk about any of their fucking uh, picks because it's not worth it. Like you said, anything can happen. Who knows what the next coronavirus will be? Or maybe America will win the lottery. We will be at 2% unemployment and everyone will be happy. Or maybe hyperinflation will hit. We don't fucking know. So I have no up. idea what was going on in March of 2019. Yeah, I don't remember either. Basing an election office would be would would be crazy. Uh, I should have closed with that because I we this would have been the last article that I have should have gone after Jonah Hill having a dad bod, but oh well, uh, did it on a sequence. Our last story today, <laughs> I love this one. Uh, after a Baptist pastor tells wives to lose weight, his church is in crisis mode. Uh, Patrick Stewart Allen Clark of First General Baptist Church in Malden, Missouri, said among other things. Women don't need to look like a butch that a friend of his put a divorce weight on his wife. Did you watch any of the video of this guy? <laughs> and the Lord saideth to Peter, fatty fatties, two by fours shall not get through the Lord's bathroom door. <laughs> Did you watch some of this video? The guy is very earnest. He, he's very plain. He's like, you know, sometimes a man just likes his woman to look good. You know, sometimes uh, for an order for a man to feel aroused by his wife, she needs a good figure. And yet he, this minister, is fat Jonah Hill. I mean, this guy is not Brad Pitt. This guy is a pudgy, as you put it, normal-looking fat American dude. And he's not attractive. He's not Brad Pitt. And he's up here talking about how wives should look. Fuck you. It's just hilarious. So he says these things about how women should remain uh, thin for their man as he's tubby. And so after he said it and after the video goes viral, the church took down his Facebook page. Uh, he took down his Facebook page. They took down their old videos on YouTube. Uh, their contact page has been removed. They issued a statement uh, saying they're going to they're look into uh, his previous uh, um, statements and, and, and examine things he has said. But, I mean, come on. This is, again, th this goes back to Cuomo. Here you are saying these things several years several several years into me too not that it was ever appropriate for uh, uh, uh anyone to get up and say ladies you need to maintain your weight or you're going to get divorced but cut jesus goddamn christ to do it after it this, this whole story is just I, I, god bless him for for taking a stand you're supposed to be spreading the word of God, and this is what you're doing. Well, good for you. you. At least you're not fucking little kids, I guess, is the only good thing I can say about it. Yeah, gee, I mean, you, you know, no one, no, one wants to, no one wants to sleep with people they're not attracted to. And, and this guy's not attracted to big women. 
Gee, if only there was some other reason to try to convince people to lose weight right now that doesn't sound shitty. Maybe some kind of um, maybe some kind of global virus that's killing all the fat people that you can maybe <laughs> point at. And maybe, hey, hey, God wants you to lose weight so you don't fucking die and, and orphan your kids uh, because of Corona combined with too many goddamn Big Macs. Uh, maybe if there was some, uh, yeah, maybe if there was some virus like that, he could do it. But is anybody talking about that? The, the studies show that obese people are more negative affected, more negatively affected by COVID by than than. And yeah. yet nobody's saying maybe as Americans we need to look at our weight. There, I remember the story, and we've probably talked about it. I do not have the statistics in front of me, so I'm going to make these numbers up. But the 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 overall is true. Um, they did a study once, or they they showed that in say, I'm going to make every number up, say in 1995, Colorado was, uh, Mississippi was the fattest state in the nation with a 13% obesity rate. And in 2020, Colorado was the thinnest state with a 20% obesity rate. So the fittest state is fatter than the fattest state was 20 years ago. I made all those numbers up, but the overall is true that today, the most fit state in America is currently fatter than the fattest state was 30 years ago. That's the truth. I don't know the numbers, but we, we are on a, a, a buckling under the weight train track headed towards serious medical problems. And yet all we talk about is we need to get vaccinated. We don't talk about our health. We don't talk about eating healthy. We don't talk about uh, exercise. No, we, it's, I, I hear you. I agree with you. Maybe we should be talking about this. Uh, and maybe that's what the pastor should say. But nobody's talking about it. That's why they got to do the right thing. They got to start putting vaccines in Big Macs, man. I'm telling you, everybody be vaccinated tomorrow. I wouldn't. I don't eat those fucking things. I, I ain't trying school. to get vaccinated. The government is trying to tell you to get back. Oh, wait a minute. They come with a fr side of fries. It's putting it in Big Macs. I'll die. Yeah, I'll take a Big Mac. That's fine. Okay, which, which begs the question, if they can shove all sorts of antibiotics into the cattle to keep them from getting sick and, and, and it's affecting us through the meat and giving girl, hitting, making girls hit puberty, why can't we put antibiotics in Big Macs? Why? Or vaccines in Big Macs, you mean? Vaccines, yeah, vaccines. Why? Okay, it has to be cold stored for a certain amount, but then it has to be injected into you. Why can't you? Why can't they inject it immediately? Eat it. Why? What? Why can't you swallow it? Why can't? Why does it have to be a shot? Why can't we eat our vaccines? God damn it! We right. need scientists. Uh, we need every scientist that listens to this podcast to explain it to us like we're stupid because we're stupid. For okay, they need it. Yeah, figure out how to make it edible, and then what we do. We push a little bit of anti-vaxxer propaganda for a while. I just want to push it until I get my vaccine. Because uh, I, if you don't want to get the vaccine, fuck you. Get out of the line. I'll take yours. Yeah. That's fine. You know. Um, eventually, though, they say, oh, well, if these people don't get vaccinated, they could spread it. And blah, 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 blah. It's, like, it's like, all right, all right, fine. But they go a bit to the back. And we don't start convincing them until the rest of us have it. I, I, I think they were saying, oh, well, who should get it first? Should it be old people? Should it be pre-existing conditions? Healthcare workers? I don't know. But I can tell you who should get it last. Anti-vaxxers. Fuck them. Don't convince them of nothing. You know? Um, until we all have it, then we, we tell them, hey, by the way, you should get it. If they still don't want to do it, here's what we do. We get Bill Gates to organize under, under someone else's name an anti-vaxxer <laughs> rally. You know? Where he supplies all the burgers. Right. And then he comes out with a Ted Nugent mask on. And he's like, yeah, let's eat these burgers. Yeah, all those queer liberal vegans telling us not to eat 
meat and get vaccinated and stuff. And they're like, yeah, and then they eat all the burgers. And then he pulls his Ted Nugent mask on. Ah, I'm Bill Gates. You just ate my vaccine. Ha <laughs> ha. And then he and then he fucking flies away in a hot air balloon. I, I have another idea, and it goes back to a word you said uh, five minutes, uh, 25 seconds ago. I said, uh, why can't we eat the vaccines? And you said edible. And that immediately made me think of pot because we should put potheads in front of vaccinations. What potheads have put, have found a way to, to make a pot into any sort of delivery system. They put pot in butter so you can make pot brownies. They, they turn pot into cookies. They, they soda pop beer. They, if you, if you've been to a pot dispensary in Colorado and I have, you can ingest pot in a thousand different ways. If they can find a way to put pot into all these things, put potheads in charge of vaccinations, and they will find a way to put vaccinations in brownies and butter and beer and soda and, and granola. Right. Then we give it to the fast food companies, have them put it up. Same thing. Yeah. I, I put as I, I said a long time ago, I said years ago that we should put the cigarette companies in charge of making pot legal because they were the ones that were like, oh, they and alcohol were saying, oh, you can't make pot legal because it would hurt their under. Make the fucking cigarette companies already have the infrastructure. They could just fucking turn their cigarette rolling machines into joints. Same goddamn thing. Put potheads in front of vaccinations. You're welcome, America. I just solved all our problems. What am I having for lunch? A big bacon vaccinator with a side of fries? Exactly. See, goddamn it, Jake. More people need, need to listen to us. We solve everything. Yeah. Yeah. That should be the stop, name of stop our podcast. Listening to the to the chubby pastor who's telling women to lose weight <laughs> so that they're chubby. That was some crazy shit. It's like, dude, you you but you're a fat guy. What are you yes. talking about? You're a fat guy. And that was my favorite part of it. Like I said, uh, it's, it's it reminded me of um and this is an obscure reference, so forgive me, the comic strip Bloom County. There was a character, Steve Dallas, that got can lung cancer, I think, or so and he was gonna die. He he got, he got sick. And the physician that Burke Breath had drew uh, was this fat, obese guy with a cigarette hanging out of his mouth. And he's looking at it going, you need to quit smoking. That's exactly what that pastor is. He's the fat guy saying, hey, fat ladies, lose weight. I'm fine as I am because, you know, dad bod or whatever you want to call it. But you need to, to, to trim up for me. Yeah, if you're going to tell anybody to lose weight, you, I'd say you necessarily have to have a six pack. But you can't be fatter than me. You yeah, know? exactly. You can't be fatter than me. Like, I. I'm not, I'm not like morbidly obese. That guy's not morbidly obese. You know, uh, he's, he's bigger. He's on the healthy side. He's, yeah. Yeah. He's definitely pushing obesity, but I think he's a little bigger than Jonah Hill. He's yeah. He's definitely, he's got he that. He's got like that. He's got that. Uh, Jonah Hill. Keg belly. Like yeah. Jonah Hill is sort of stout. That guy had the, I have a normal head, but a huge belly. Like the, 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 you know, John Goodman right. is stout. He, this guy had that all gathers around the waist. Yeah, the, the normal head and then the fat belly, the, the, the thing that says, this is 100% not genetics. This is diet-induced. Yes. Yeah, because yeah, it's, not, it's not across the back and shoulders. It's all right here around the waist. Right, right. That, that guy, you, you know, do a few sit-ups before you start giving weight advice. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yep, yep. Physician, heal thyself. All right, Jake, good talking to you, my friend. Listeners, thanks for listening. Please share, share, share. Say nice things about us. And as we always say, if you hate us, share us with your enemies. Just share us. Uh, visit jakevevra.com. Visit nathantimmel.com. And Jake, I will talk to you next week. All right. See you next week.
Later. Later.